welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. Proud, as always, to be presented to you by Two Rivers Ford. Since 1983, they have been providing you exceptional customer service and award-winning American-made Ford vehicles. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet is where you can pay them a visit or online at tworiversford.com. DraftKings Sportsbook and the top-rated sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Promo code A to Z Sports gets you in on all the action. So download today and start winning right now. Uh, the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress or to sell your home for more at GaryAshton.com. And if you need HVAC service, nobody provides you satisfaction guaranteed like a, uh, like Brymac Mechanical does. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac. Com. That's where you go. All right. So Peyton Manning, his five years from retirement eligibility expired. First ballot Hall of Famer. There was never going to be any question that Peyton Manning was going in. But I do think it creates this interesting discussion between the Vols fans who love him and the Titans fans who largely hate him for what he did to their franchise for the better part of nearly two decades with the Indianapolis Colts. There is a an interesting balance with Peyton Manning, and I think the reaction to him has been pretty interesting over the course of the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. This Hall of Fame weekend was awesome, says Clayton Smith on uh, YouTube. Indeed, it's been it's been pretty cool. It's a strong class, Calvin Johnson. Every time I see him, it just pisses me off again, over and over and over again at the Lions. Every time I see his face, uh, of the way that they wasted him. Uh, for so many years. Barry Sanders as well, probably Matt Stafford, depending on how this Rams experiment goes. Anyway, strong class, John Lynch, Peyton Manning, Calvin Johnson, Alan Fanica, so many other people um, that deservedly going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame this weekend. And you see, you know, you, the, the Hall of Fame game was wretched football, but at least it was football and it was back in our lives. So yes, I do agree with that. Uh, ben Busquet, Busquet, forgive me, Ben. Oh, I, I met Ben, but uh, Buck, it was nice to run into you at the Grand Prix at Nissan today. Good to meet and chat for a sec. Yes, it was very nice. I saw a bunch of listeners and viewers uh, out at the Grand Prix today. I went to the, the final day of the Music City Grand Prix. We'll talk about that later in the show. But yes, it was very nice to meet Ben. Always love seeing our people out when we're riding around. Ben Hall says, mixed emotions. Every time he played the Titans, I always just considered it an even better Sunday. Either way, my favorite player or favorite team won. Titans for Life says, that's ridiculous. He was a great player. Our Titans teams just weren't good enough back then, period. Well, listen, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, you can, you could, you guys can yell at me. I'm not the one who's, who's bitching about Peyton Manning going into the Hall of Fame or, or cursing the name of Peyton Manning. But I did see a strong contingent of Titans, maybe, maybe not a strong contingent, but a loud minority at the very least complaining about Peyton Manning and all of the things that he, uh, that he did to the Titans. And of course, there's such great love for him in this state. Um, as of all, John Bobst speaking to that kind of thing. I hated Peyton twice a year, but other than that, I always rooted for him. Goat says B groom one on Twitter. Let's, uh, let's get into this conversation. Let's get your two rivers four take before we get too far. And you'll hear from Peyton Manning during his hall of fame induction ceremony here in just a second. Cause producer Reed is on his game and pulled it right after Peyton walked off the podium. Do you root for or against Peyton Manning? As a Tennessean, let me know in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. We would appreciate 
your participation, wherever it is, uh, wherever it is that you choose to interact with us. Your Two Rivers Ford take. Do you root for or against Peyton Manning as a Tennessean, whether you're native, transplant, Vols fan, Titans fan, whatever your uh, whatever your indication may be? I'd be curious to hear some of your responses on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. While you guys do that, I will tell you about the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. The best in the business is Two Rivers Ford, the best Ford dealership around by a mile. Award-winning customer service is what they offer you. Two Rivers Ford has great vehicles like the Ford Maverick, which is available right now, the new Ford Maverick. At their dealership in Mount Juliet, the Maverick's a smaller truck built for people that aren't really truck people. It's compact, great gas mileage, but at the same time, it's roomy with all the bells and whistles. And it's priced under $20,000. You can pre-order the 2022 Maverick right now at Two Rivers Ford, the only Ford dealership with non-commissioned salespeople. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Do you root for or against Peyton Manning as a Tennessean? Let me know in the comments on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. So he was great today at his Hall of I mean, he's always great in public. His Hall of Fame induction ceremony uh, and his speech was no different. This was Peyton Manning at the podium just uh, not even an hour ago. The 2021 induction class wants to thank those previous inductees who gave long-winded acceptance speeches forcing us to have a whopping six minutes to recap our football careers. <clears throat> I want to give a special thanks to my old rival, Ray Lewis, for being here tonight. Ray just finished giving his speech that he started in 2018. <clears throat> Next year, accepted speeches will probably shrink to four minutes. And speaking of rivals, my good friend Tom Brady is here tonight. By the time he is inducted, By the, by the time Tom Brady is inducted in his first year of eligibility in the year 2035, he'll only have time to post his acceptance speech on his Instagram account. Peyton Manning at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Exceptional, uh, as always. His speech was spectacular. Peyton always doing it the right way for until the end of time. But that does not stop a contingent of Titans fans from hating him. So I'm asking you as a Tennessean, do you root for or against Peyton Manning? Uh, we love Peyton, says Charles. Great guy. Titans for life says, Buck, the ridiculous part wasn't at you, but at the fans that hate him. Why? Because he was good. Well, I mean, look no further, right? Look no further than what just happened to Tom Brady in that clip. He And Tom Brady imminently Eminently more hateable than Peyton Manning, of course, for many, many years and won at a much higher level than Peyton Manning. But why? I mean, there is you can you can talk about the deflate gate and uh, and the spy gate and Bill Belichick and all of these things with Brady and the Patriots. But why do why do people hate Brady? Because he was better than them for 20 years. Peyton Manning gets a lot of that too. You know, people people go after him for being a bit corny and and uh, and overly polished. But there are so many things, so many redeeming qualities of Peyton Manning. But if you're asking why people hate him, why sports fans hate him, because he beat the hell out of their teams for the better part of 20 years himself with two different franchises. 
um, at the end of his career with the Denver Broncos. Unless he was playing for the Titans, I cheered for, unless he was playing against the Titans, Daniel, Daniel Lee Lewis means to say. Daniel cheered for him. GBO, according to Charles. Four, says Chris Frazier. Jeff Sawyer, of course, says four. Peyton all the way. VFL, says Fay Hall. Uh, Vic Rupi says, I am not a Titans fan, so of course I pull for him. A as a Titans fan, dislike him, but as Vols fans, love him. So right there, you you've got this... You've got this, uh, what do you want to call it? Multi. You've got your schizophrenic about your Peyton Manning fandom, right? The Vols fan in you loves him, loves him to death, loves him for all the great things that he did for you across so many years, returning for a senior season, elevating the level of that program as so many other greats have done over the course of the University of Tennessee's history. Uh, and then he goes to the Indianapolis Colts and he caves in your skull for the better part of uh, a decade, as we talked about in Indy before going on to play for the Denver Broncos and and doing great things there and winning the Super Bowl at the end of his career when he was a very much diminished version of himself. So you're a bit you're a bit uh, you're a bit schizophrenic in your love for Peyton, love and hate for Peyton Manning, right against the Titans. Says uh, I got you, Daniel. Peyton SNL football will forever be funny. Says uh, yes, that is El Boogie 808. The the one where he's just pegging kids in the back of the head and screaming profanities at them is among the best in the the best in the SNLs catalog for appreciate his greatness even if it was uh at the was at the i assume you're trying to say at the chagrin of my own uh i think you mean to say to the chagrin of my own i don't know if at anyway i'm not gonna i'm not gonna grammatically correct everybody in the comment section tonight i understand what you're saying kenston i got you you appreciate greatness not everybody appreciates greatness though we'll talk about that here in just a second for the people who do not appreciate greatness for, for the people who curse the name of Peyton Manning. I'll tell you how I look at Peyton Manning as somebody who's from Indiana and is not a Tennessee native, but I am a Tennessee resident for myself this month, the better part uh, of a decade, just a year, just a year at this point, uh, over half a decade, over five years, six years for me. But I will say to you that I have, a, I have mixed emotions about Peyton, and I'll explain that. Here in just a second, right after I tell you about our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. College football, it's everyone's favorite time of year. It's right around the corner. It's time to celebrate. To celebrate, by the way, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new players in the center of the action with $200, $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. Again, listen to me. Listen to this promotion. All right, I'm going to read it again for you because it's ridiculous. DraftKings is giving all new players 200 bucks in free bets instantly, immediately, when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game, no matter what. It's an obscene promotion at DraftKings Sportsbook. All you have to do to get two, I mean, 199 free dollars because you're putting down a dollar to get 200 in free bets. All you got to do for this is download the top, uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code A2Z Sports. That's A-T-O-Z Sports to receive $200 in free bets when you place $1 on any college football game. That's promo code A2Z Sports to get your $200 in free bets instantly. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You better jump on this. Must be 21 or older. Tennessee only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 
1-800-889-9789. That's a ridiculous promotion. Promo code A to Z Sports in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sign up, get $199, just place a dollar, get $199 back in free bets using the promo code A to Z Sports. So, not every, going back to Peyton Manning, not everybody appreciates greatness. I always personally rooted for Peyton Manning. Always rooted for Peyton Manning. Now, I am originally from Indiana. I really didn't grow up in Indiana, so I have no allegiances to the Indianapolis Colts. I know, of course, Peyton Manning and how much he means to all the people that I went to college with at Indiana um, and all the people that I went to high school with in Evansville, Indiana, even though Evansville's like as, I mean, it's closer to Nashville than it is to Indianapolis. So you would see some Titans fans in Evansville. Regardless, Peyton Manning, as a now I consider myself a Tennessean, my home is here, my driver's license is here, my bills come, uh, my bills are paid here, I pay taxes in Tennessee. As a Tennessean, I look at this differently because I respect so much what Peyton built in Indianapolis and throughout the course of his career across many different roles, primarily being, uh, you know, primarily being spawned at the quarterback position. But I appreciate him most for the way that he changed the game. So I always rooted for Peyton Manning in this regard. Uh, let me know in the comment section whether you root for or against Peyton Manning. As a Tennessean, we're discussing here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. Titan Stan account says he roots against naturally because he's a Titan Stan, and that is what Titan Stans are expected to do. But for me, I root for Peyton because of the way that he changed the game. The no-huddle offense, the two-minute offense, the adjusting the plays. There have been quarterbacks who adjusted the play at the line of scrimmage prior to Peyton, but nobody did it in the way that Peyton did, so much so that it's commonplace to see the way that quarterbacks, good quarterbacks, manage their, and you know, even bad quarterbacks when they check into the wrong thing. But Peyton did it first at that kind of level. He was unprecedented in the way he psychologically evolved the game. Peyton is not just a big forehead. He's not just a uh, an NFL record holder across the decades. Peyton Manning is a bit of a revolutionary in this regard. And I always appreciate the guys who do it at the highest level and who come first at what it is that they do. And Peyton Manning was ahead of the curve by miles in this particular element. Peyton, Tom Brady not far behind him, of course, being of the same generation. But Peyton will always be that kind of a player. Hated Peyton in the AFC days, but loved him and his brother afterwards, says James Henderson, a true student of the game and just funny as hell. Well, listen, I don't, Peyton's funny. Okay. Here's what I'll say. I don't know Peyton. I'm sure Peyton's funny. I think that Peyton, one, has great comedic timing and two, great writers. I think that a lot of Peyton's stuff is, is very, very, I mean, like everything in his life, is very, very to the T perfected. I'm sure he rehearses the jokes the same way that you'd see him watching film on an iPad with his foot in a cold tub and a helmet on, like a crazy person, because that's who Peyton Manning is. So I think I'm sure Peyton Manning is funny. I think Peyton, great comedic timing, better writers for Peyton Manning. Titans and Vols fan says Jared T. Black love Peyton. Unless he was pay playing the Titans, then I couldn't stand him. See, this is what I'm saying. Uh, Cody currently says LMFAO at the big forehead comment. You know, I had to get a shot at uh, I rooted for him unless he was playing, uh, unless we're playing him. Talk C-Dubs talking about the Titans. You had to appreciate 
his greatness. Juicebox678 with the greatest, with the great, probably the best comment that we're going to get tonight. That doesn't mean that you guys are off the hook because now this is the comment that you have to top. System Comedian is, uh, I almost said the F word, is, is hilarious. Bravo. Juicebox678 on Twitter. That is the comment to beat tonight. That's the leader in the clubhouse so far. Cam Myatt says, my thoughts exactly. Obviously, I'm a little bit of a homer because I'm a Vols fan, but I always thought he was the GOAT just because he changed the game. Uh, Kel Kevo writes this, when he left Indy, I supported him. <laughs> um, I, I, think that, uh, I think that more than anything, I think that more than anything, I mean, Peyton Manning's not the greatest of all time. Right. Peyton Manning is one of the best ever do it. Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. Right. There can only be one. Uh, no matter how you do the measurements, it's not Peyton. It's it's Tom. And and it's Tom across the decades. It's not Johnny Unitas. It's not Joe Montana. It's Tom um, because of the way that he continues to win at a high level after turning 44 last week. Insanity. But with Peyton, again, he changed the game. It put him in the conversation for greatest all time, but he cannot he cannot really hold a candle um, in the uh, in the greatest of all time conversation. What's up with the shirt, Buck? Your swag off tonight? No, listen. If you could see the full shirt, I got a lot of compliments on my shirt today, uh, and I got a lot of compliments on the shirt when I wore it to Titans practice last week. So just because you know, maybe maybe not crazy about the black collar with the white shirt. Uh, it doesn't mean you can see what's going on below that, and that's uh, that's okay. But you can uh, you can hate on the swag, the sweat. Listen, baby, my swag takes no day off, okay? I am I am somebody whose swag is undeterred. I could be wearing I could be wearing the most uh ridiculous thrift store amalgamation of crap you've ever seen in your life and the swag would still be off the charts. That's a that's a that's a personality trait though. And it's probably to my detriment. But the swag is not off tonight. The swag remains. It's just uh it's just necessarily the exterior decoration that you do not agree with tonight. But that's okay. I appreciate that. Uh <laughs> I like him a lot more than Andrew Luck. We couldn't beat Luck once, says Walkie. Man, that's the craziest stat. It's the craziest stat in all of football. I don't care who you are that Andrew Luck retired with a perfect record against the Tennessee Titans, 11-0. It is one of the most amazing things. Um, I'm sure it's not amazing if you're a Titan, obviously. I want to look up uh, how many seasons he lasted in the NFL right now on Pro Football Reference, so bear with me if you would. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, six seasons for Andy Luck. In Indianapolis, uh, the the my you know my less uh, my less attractive doppelganger, Andrew Luck. But I will say to you that uh, yeah, eleven and zero on the Titans' heads by uh, Andrew Luck is such a such an obscene stat. Preston Miles says for uh, unless he played my Titans, it was like he was playing chess out there. What does Omaha mean though? Uh, yeah, I, I mean Omaha. There have been many there have been many studies done by this. Uh, is done on this. Omaha means everything. Omaha means everything under the sun. It's just the situation that he calls the Omaha in is the way that Peyton Manning has explained it previously. Let's talk about Eddie George and Steve McNair, though, because this is something that when when Delaney Walker pissed you all off a little while ago, probably about a month, month and a half ago, saying that you know he was he was alleging that playing with the Titans diminished his ability to gain more notoriety. Some people were saying. That it was talking about a Hall of Fame, uh, Hall of Fame candidacy for for Delaney Walker, and he felt like Tennessee diminished that. 
And he brought up Eddie George and Steve McNair. Now, it's an interesting conversation because neither of these guys are in the Hall of Fame. And I think, I think probably, well, we'll get into this discussion. I'll ask you the question first and we'll see what you think about it. Which Titans player has a better chance at the Hall of Fame? Is it Steve McNair or is it Eddie George? Let me know on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch. Which Titans player has the better case for the Pro Football Hall of Fame? If at some point they should get elected into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, because at this point they have not. Let me know in the comment section who you believe to be the better Hall of Fame candidate between Mac 9 and Eddie George in the comment section on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. While we have this discussion, while you give your answers, I'll tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. The buyer battle is what you're trying to win with the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, and you can win. You can triumph in the buyer battle with the intel that the Ashton team has. Every other real estate agency is competing for the same properties and using the same information. That is not the case at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. They give you the best intel on all of the properties available to you in Middle Tennessee and some that are not yet available that they are having their eye on because they understand the market and they're talking with a lot of these people who are putting up new construction. The intel, the best intel, is at GaryAshton.com, whether you're buying or selling your home for more by using the Ashton team. The official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans uh, is what you can find at GaryAshton.com. Who has the better case for the Hall of Fame? Let me know in the comments section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Steven, Jackie, uh, Steven and Jackie both on Facebook Live, say Eddie George. C-Dub going with Mac 9 William Young says, unfortunately, none. Okay, William, well, please expand. I'd be curious to hear because I... I think it's a, I think it's a complicated conversation, right? You have a co-MVP in McNair, co-MVP that year, I'm pretty sure with Peyton Manning, um, if I remember correctly. So you have somebody whose career significantly tailed off um, towards the end who did play for a Super Bowl and is involved in one of the mo most historic plays in the history of the NFL, the outstretched arm of Kevin Dyson driving in the final minutes, final seconds. Uh, just just short of the goal line to be able to get that across. So he has a he has a role in NFL history, and he was a hugely successful player at the peak of his powers. But statistically, Steve McNair doesn't hold up in any way, shape, or form. Now, statistics whether you want to whether you want that to be your bible on Hall of Fame candidacy, obviously that's not the most important thing. What's important is success on the field impact on your franchise, your community, the city that you lived in, and of course your your legacy to the game. You can't write here's here's basically how it goes. Can you write the history of the league without including X, Y, and Z, right? So can you write the history of the NFL without Peyton Manning? No, is the answer to the question. I'm watching Charles Woodson right now. Can you write the history of the NFL without Charles Woodson? Probably not. Can you write the history of the NFL without Steve McNair or Eddie George? Or maybe and Eddie George, it, you know, a matter of opinion. Can you tell the history of pro football without these two guys? And I think it's a pretty interesting conversation. One that I'm curious to see your guys' response on. Karen O'Keefe 
says that uh, Steve McNair has a better candidacy. Eddie for Eric Garst. Terrell Davis. Uh, oh, somebody brought up Terrell Davis and making a really good point. I want to find, scroll back and find that comment. Terrell Davis induction changed the game for running back, says Chris Flint. Gotta be Eddie George. Joe Edwards says he's torn, but probably Eddie. Uh, I think I think both have really good cases, but in the in the way that I've just laid it out, and this is not you know I'm not I'm not a pro football Hall of Fame voter. In fact, I think Kaharski, and I know Kaharski is our uh, Titans media contingent Hall of Fame voter. So this I, I should text Paul after the show. I probably should have texted Paul before the show to find out why they haven't been in because he's probably he's on these committees, um, but. By my analysis, can you write the history of the game without those two guys? And I think ultimately, you can tell the story of football without Steve McNair, but I don't think you can do it without Eddie George. For you to do this, considering that you have to be in the Hall of Fame to get retired, is a huge honor for me and my family. But also to uh, have it retired with my partner in crime, Steve McNair, um, also means a lot. And uh, we were always linked at the hip uh, during our playing careers. We've been through a lot of wars together, both on and off the football field. And to uh, to go down this day in history, um, to have our jerseys retired on the same day is huge for us. So that's uh, that's the Eddie George press conference when they announced that both of these guys would be retired. Uh, would be retired in the Ring of Honor. The jersey numbers would be retired in the Ring of Honor. And that's not something that you do for players who aren't in the Hall of Fame, which is something that Eddie pointed out. Now, Puka brings up a great point about McNair um, because she says McNair contributed to taking black quarterbacks seriously, and he's one of the most successful African-American quarterbacks in the history of the sport. Puka says it won't happen because Paul doesn't believe either should go. Now that's an interesting conversation. I, I like I said, I think Eddie's place and Eddie, Eddie. Here's here's the here's the uncomfortable conversation about Steve McNair, right? And then I'll get to Eddie. Steve McNair's greatness, his legacy. It's it happens. It's not just Steve McNair, and I don't want this to sound blasphemous, and I mean this really respectfully. But Steve McNair, the 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 legend. I think was amplified so much and is held in such a higher reverence because of his early passing, right? It's not to take away from any of the things, any of the great things that Steve McNair did for the Tennessee Titans or for football in for bringing pro football from Texas to Tennessee. That is not, I, I don't want to diminish him, but the legacy of Steve still kind of, I mean, I don't want to say haunts. Haunts has like a bad connotation. But the legacy of McNair still haunts the Titans franchise. Still has great and and belongs on the, you know, if you're doing a Nashville uh, sports, Mount Rushmore or any of this stuff, you know, anytime you talk about excellence in athletics in the state of Tennessee, in, in the state of Tennessee, Mac 9 comes up. But I think also that the story, the legacy, the hero the heroism is amplified because he faced an untimely death and an early death. Eddie George, post-career, has been in the spotlight, you know, seemingly all over the place. Now, their, their Pro Football uh, Hall of Fame induction 
focuses on their accomplishments as players first and foremost. Eddie, Eddie is the best the best representative representative of this team by any current or former player, by any any entity. Eddie George is the best representation of the Tennessee Titans as an organization. Now that does speak to something, whether it's on the field or off the field. Titans for Life says neither should be. We're talking about the best ever at their position. Neither were. And that is that's basically the the summary of the argument. I think I think that I'm sure Paul would say the same thing. I do think that their impact, I do think that their impact has reverberations both of them for different reasons. Eddie has the better case. I understand those who would say, yeah, Eddie George was never the greatest running back, but I don't think the greatest running back in the history of the sport, but like Terrell Davis is not the greatest running back in the history of the sport, but he did win Super Bowls. Eli Manning was not the greatest quarterback in the history of the sport, but he does have two rings and two of them over Tom Brady, right? That you change the math on that when you're talking about the best ever at their position outside of Super Bowl victories. And of course, both of them played for Super Bowl, but did not actually win it. Um, so let's move on and let's wrap up this show tonight. Been a fun one. Uh, well, I, I, I want to have this. Con- I'd be curious to see how the conversation goes because I want to continue to have this conversation more in depth. Look at the uh, look at the numbers tomorrow on the radio show, live from Titans training camp. By the way, Jeffrey Simmons is going to be on the radio show. By the way, uh, live from training camp, Big Jeff will sit down with me at the uh, at the desk that they have set up for me out there. And I, uh, I look forward to chatting with him. So don't miss that. Well, Jeff will be at 11.15, but we will have many great conversations about Hall of Fame weekend and the Music City Grand Prix uh, tomorrow from 10 to 1. Big Jeff at 11.15, and you can't if you can't listen to it live, you can get it in your podcast app, The Buck Rising Show, wherever it is you get your podcasts uh, on 104.5 The Zone. Let's move on. This is a free site. The best thing that I saw on the internet over the weekend. I want to ask you guys, on a scale of 1 to 10, how interested were you in the Music City Grand Prix this weekend? Let me know in the comments section on the four social media platforms, whichever of those four you choose to consume us. Scale of 1 to 10. Give me a number. How invested, how interested were you in the Music City Grand Prix this weekend? Let me know. In the comments section on Facebook Live, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch, while you guys give me your responses, I will tell you about Brimac Mechanical. Brimac Mechanical is the best in the business. That is where you go to get in your comfort zone. That is where you go to escape the heat like was present at the Music City Grand Prix today. That is where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Chris Hamby, Miss Sherry, their incredible family, a family-owned business, Based out of Clarksville, their main location, but three locations serving Tennessee and Kentucky, ensuring your satisfaction on commercial HVAC or residential. Anything you need as it relates to your heating and cooling units, Brymac has you covered. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. So, zero, let's see, how invested, how interested were you in the Music City Grand Prix this weekend? I went today. I saw uh, a bunch of our, uh, a bunch of our, Friends in here who hang out with us on primetime. I saw a bunch of people that listen to the radio show. Saw a bunch of people that worked in. I saw Ryan Tannehill out there today. I saw Anthony Ferkser out there today. A lot of people uh, just kind of wandering the crowd uh, at the Music City Grand Prix. A really, really spectacular event hosted downtown. I didn't go to the first two days, but I went today for the main race, for the main event. 
and uh, and was not disappointed. But a scale of one to ten, how interested were you? Puka says six. Karen O'Keefe, one. Negative ten for Jerry Hilliard. So Jerry, maybe just not a racing fan, um, or maybe you don't live in Nashville. So which is is a both explanations I would understand. Jeffrey says a four. Jerry Jackson goes the opposite of Jerry Hilliard. So we got Jerry Hilliard at a negative ten. We got Jerry Jackson of a Jackson at a positive ten. So we have a, a great dichotomy there. I had a buddy that went to it live. He had a blast as Brooke Parsons. I had a fantastic time today. The Music City Grand Prix was so much fun. Now, maybe that's because I was, in a, I was in a situation where I got free food and free booze. Now, I didn't booze because I had prime time to do later. So I wanted to make sure that I stayed sober for you because you guys would you guys would be able to. If I ever did this show drunk, one, I would never do this show drunk. But um, if I did this show drunk, you guys would be able to tell so quickly because I would not be able to handle all of the stuff that's happening in front of me. Would not be, I would clearly not be able to articulate my words well. And not that I'm that good at articulating anyway, but it would definitely show up if I came in here sloshed and soaked in tequila. <laughs> One for Titans for Life uh, on the interest level. Happy, uh, so eight and a half because I'm a huge NASCAR fan, says Stephen Cato. Well, that's that's interesting because and Jimmy Johnson, I didn't realize Jimmy Johnson was in IndyCar until, recent, until this weekend. Like I had no idea that he made the jump from NASCAR to IndyCar to try and uh, test his skills. Shrike says zero interest. Josh Bowman says zero interest. I'll, I'll tell you, I, I can't say a 10 because I didn't go down there for all three days. But I will say that when I went today, it bumped me up from like, a, I'll, I'll say a, a two to, a, to an eight. I'll say an eight because it was such a great, it was such a well-organized event in such a perfect place downtown that you really could not, unless unless you just went into it completely unprepared for crowds or heat or anything. Uh, you could not have a bad time at the Music City Grand Prix. I will say an eight on how invested I was this weekend. A massive throng of people here to see, hopefully, the beginning of a long new era in IndyCar racing. Lined up across the Korean War Veterans Memorial Bridge, and here we go! The Music City Grand Prix is green! Colton Hurdle with an excellent jump, makes the move on Dixon, but Rossi inside Dixon. Dixon to that orange and blue car, Rossi in the pink auto nation car. Green, 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 across the Korean Veterans Bridge, which is so... It's just, the, the drivers have to be so pissed about what the actual track was because not only is it treacherous after you get off the bridge, but the bridge itself, I mean, it's concussion-causing, teeth-rattling, up and down, 177 miles an hour. It's nuts what these guys were doing. But it was so much fun, so much fun to watch. Like I said, I, I was fortunate to have a great setup, so maybe my experience was not a common one. But in for the four hours that I was down there today, uh, and taking in all the sites, I went down to the the general missions. I went down to the grandstands, and then I was I watched most of it from the uh, from the what the south end zone south end zone what club level of Nissan Stadium. They had a great balcony setup out there with food and uh, food and drink and all that TVs, so we could watch the race if we couldn't see every part of it. So that was you know that was a, a, a nice a nice treat to be able to have, but ultimately. Ultimately, the product itself, to see that in Nashville and to know that that's on a three-year deal here, 150,000 people, 150,000 people to not see, to, to not be able to see a car from where they were watching the race 
for you know longer than the the milliseconds that it took them to pass them by at wherever they were sitting. It was so much fun. Uh, Buck is definitely a club level guy. Says Billy Goat. Yes, I am. I I'm perpetually a uh, <laughs> perpetually a club level guy. Uh, anywhere where I can be with AC, free food, free drink. That's that's for me, 100%. I feel like it's for everybody. Uh, yeah, that was rough. Um, Brooke Parson, Brooke Parson saying, what? Uh, this show would be, wait, hang on. Uh, I'm not, I'm not understanding Brooke Parsons. What are you talking about? Are you talking about my buddy, Derek Mason? Uh, like D Mace, like the Titans wide receiver, or are you talk? I, I'm not, I'm not sure where the Derek Mason, I didn't wait. It's completely derailed the show. Brooke, you got to expand for me. Um, unless you're not talking to me, which is entirely possible, which is why these comments drive me crazy because I can't figure out who is talking amongst whom in the comments on Facebook Live because they're all four social channels right there in front of me. Drives me crazy. Club level, 250 bucks. Um, it was 250. Yeah, I did. I mean, I obviously didn't pay <laughs> to go to the race today. So I will. Uh, I don't know if that's a fair. I don't know. what Puka, what was the GA? What was the how much? Um, with, cause I don't, I don't want to sound like a douchebag. Uh, what was the cost to get into just general mission, um, versus 250 bucks for club level? Cause like 250 bucks to me doesn't sound, doesn't sound that bad. Uh, Joe Edwards says perks of being in media, LOL. I mean, I wasn't, I, I wasn't working today. I just happened to know somebody who was able to hook me up. Um, so, cause I did not, I did not go as credentialed media. I just, me, me and my girlfriend went down Dara. We had a great time. Um, and it was because we had a friend text us and be like, Hey, you want to go? I said, yeah, I'd like to go. Uh, <laughs> so what was the cost to get in? Cause I don't club level, like 250 bucks for, for club level for something like that. I think that would be great. Uh, I wanted to be club access air says Puka. I don't know what the, uh, what the, what the uh the the difference is in that uh, darrington says too late douche <laughs> i love darrington uh, a regular on the radio i love i love that we're starting to turn like my radio show into paul feinbaum where we have regular callers like darrington and we get uh we get we get charlie and franklin who seems to be 110 years old and we get people like uh like cousin Caleb and all these all these regular callers that crack me up every time they call in. Uh blue check power says Darrington. That's right, baby. The blue check the blue check carries weight. The blue check gets you th- free things, uh, which is a delightful, uh, a delightful side note on the blue check mark. Vrabel the plug says Billy Gun. No, Vrabel br- br- <laughs> There was a there was a funny clip. I wonder if I can uh I don't know if I could throw it up on the on the screen really quickly, but Vrabel, Vrabel <laughs> The last thing that Mike Vrabel wants to do is spend more time around me. That I can assure you, because I went to you know I, it's I don't get to do press conferences like normal anymore at Titans practice, uh, and this is a I, I think it's a funny sar- sidebar. Um, I think, I, <laughs> but Mike, when I, I when I with the radio show during the week when I do the radio show at practice. I can't like participate like I normally would in the press conferences. Now I'll walk over, I'll keep my headset on and my mic pack so I can w- throw it to Vrabel's press conference, carry the press conference live on the radio, and then just walk in and listen to the rest of the press conference in person because I still like to participate in that way. Oh, this video is not going to work anyway. So Vrabel, it was the first time that I've asked a question at an in-person Vrabel press conference this year on Saturday because last Saturday was Todd Downing. This Saturday it was Vrabel. And he, uh, 
he he did notice that I was back, but enthusiasm is not something that I would say. He was he was pretty funny. Um, William Young says, "Can I use your name, Buck, so I can get into big events?" Uh, no, <laughs> but thanks for asking. Um, but yes, the Music City Grand Prix. I will say an eight. I had a great time. Um, I was very grateful to be able to go this weekend, and, and specifically on the uh, on the final day of the event for the main event for the first annual, the, the inaugural, uh, the inaugural, um, the inaugural Music City Grand, not Grand, not not Hillbilly Grand Grand Prix. <laughs> you made me laugh every time they would say it. Like these people have no idea where they are. Where they everybody's every, everybody's calling it the Grand Prix. Let's go, go on down to Korean Vets Bridge and watch the Grand Prix. No, it's the Grand Prix. <laughs> it's made to sound like a douchebag. Uh, Darrington Frazier says, but not until after 11.15, says Darrington Frazier. That's right. We we interview the players because uh, we get all, all the player interviews that we've done on the radio show. By the way, Rashawn Evans, Jayon Brown, Christian Fulton, John Robinson, tomorrow Jeffrey Simmons, they all take place at 11.15 on the radio show when I'm out there because I'm out there every day at camp. So then we go over to Brable um, because that's different. Everybody else, every, we're just doing our job differently now, but it's good because we're still providing you guys great access and great content. Uh, that speaking of great content, tonight's content has concluded, but there will be plenty more to come over the course of the week. Check out the article I wrote yesterday from practice about Harold Landry and why the Titans are asking him to make new mistakes. New mistakes is the question or is the uh, is the keyword there because what out new so there's a new outside linebackers coach his name's Ryan Crow he took over from Shane Bowen and the it's the best quote we've gotten of camp so far that they're taking something away from Harold during camp this year and asking him to find ways to make new mistakes it's a I, I don't know I I think that is a good enough tease for you guys to go check out the article but I would say to you uh, that it's well worth your time to work to, to learn how the Titans are trying to further develop Harold Landry's game in a different way this year, not just asking, hey, what's his second move going to be? That's available at agencysportsnashville.com. I wrote about uh, about Bud Dupree and Caleb Farley, their approach. They're taking a similar approach as both a vet and a rookie to their return to play protocol. Many more great articles, many more podcasts. If you are subscribed to the A to Z Sports 615 sessions, send me your Titans questions to my DMs on Instagram at Buck Rising, just as you see spelled below at Buck Rising. Send me your questions. We'll answer them on the podcast tomorrow. Well, for Tuesday, but we're recording it tomorrow. You know what I mean? Radio show, articles, podcast, install with Greg Cosell, all of it. Content keeps rolling because, damn it, I'm just not tired yet. I have no-